fantastic, honey. Thank you. <laughs> wow, this thing just won't fucking load, even though it's on my goddamn computer. It's so slow because it's full of memes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get a separate meme hard drive. I do have that. Gotta get another one. It's expensive. Terabyte hard drives are expensive. But the memes. But the memes, James. Fuck it. Welcome to the podcast. I stopped and restarted at some point. (laughs) Hi. 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 Fine, I just found the Twitter post then. <laughs> you were talking about horny. And I was like, have you ever heard heard of have you ever heard of sex? Two people, possibly more, locked together in the fires of passion? You're no fool. We made it up. It's not real. It never was. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sex is a lot like video games. You can play with two people, there's great music, and Shadow the Hedgehog is there. How do you find my 70 other alternate accounts? (laughs) (laughs) Eggfuckers 1 through 69. Oh, and Chikorita. Man, hot start today. It's so freaking hot in Topeka. It's been so fucking hot. I've been dying. Because <laughs> I work outside. Oh, honey. Oh, I don't. This is... I, I love when the weather is bad. And people come in and tell me the weather is bad. And I go, so I heard. And then I smile at them. Because it makes up for all the times they come in and say, It's such a lovely day outside. I'm like, I wouldn't know. I've been here since nine. I'm going to be here for another five hours. <laughs> but humble brag, why don't you? About the sun. But now the sun's humble bragging about you. <laughs> yeah, I read a post somewhere that uh, the sun is a lot like an eldritch god. Oh, yeah. You can't look at it, it can cause cancer. But it also keeps you alive. Yeah. And the support we're trying to make is save the planet, please. It's it's ridiculous. This yeah. is real inconvenient and also deadly. Please. Please. Let's, let's try and keep the super fun podcast super fun. Can we talk about cats? I like cats. Can we talk about cats? We need to talk about cats. We what? haven't talked enough about cats. Uh, okay. We haven't been, had an episode talking about cats since the cats trailer dropped, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. We broke so, a guy, so... Yeah, Seth has not been the same since. How about those cats? <laughs> How about those cats? I actually like Cats, the musical. Really? I recognize that it's incredibly silly, but I like the majority of the music that comes no. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? I'm also gay. <laughs> Could it, wow. Revelations being revealed here. Listen, you're either gay or you're a woman who grew up in the 80s. Either of those, you like cats. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, only gays and preteen girls like memories. 
Eh, memory's okay. Okay. I prefer the account of the awful battle between the Peaks and the Pollicles. No, what is it? The awful battle of the Peaks and the Pollicles with some account of the participation of the Pugs and the Palms and the intervention of the Great Rumpus Cat. That's my favorite song from Cats. <laughs> the Peaks and the Pollicles, everyone knows, are strong and passionate, passionate foes. It's always the same where everyone goes. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber hates everybody. I feel like he's picking on me. (laughs) All you said was words. I don't know what any of this means. What the fuck is Cats? Cats is about a a group of neighborhood cats called the Jellicles. And they gather that night for the Jellicle Ball where they all share stories about their lives and have fun. And then at the end, their leader, Old Deuteronomy, gets to choose which one of them dies and gets reincarnated as a better cat. <laughs> huh? And then there's Grizabella, the glamour cat. And I, depending on your interpretation, she either used to be a, like, a diva cat, and then she rebuked everyone, though when she got old and she wasn't as pretty anymore, she, like, no, everyone only remembered... When she got old and wasn't as pretty anymore, people only remembered her being nasty to them. So then they didn't want to be her friend, so that's why she wants to be reincarnated. But then also there's some interpretations that say she was just a sex worker cat, and that's why she's being shunned by the other cats. Okay. Anyways, I wonder if before his big number, Jason Grulu is going to go, Rum Tum Tugger! I, I'm just hoping he just straight up says Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo! It's like, what? The Rum Tum Tugger is a cat themed after Mick Jagger in the original play, but in Australian production, they tried to rework him in like the mid-2010s as a rapper hip-hop cat, and everyone hated it. And now I'm wondering if the, if are they are they doing that or is Jason Derulo just going to try and be Mick Jagger? I mean, he's got the lips. This yeah, is true. He does. <laughs> and I feel like they even digitally enhanced them, which <laughs> hmm, like <laughs> there's also concerns about the fact that uh, the main character cat Victoria, who's all white because she's innocent and pure, she's played by a black lady. And I'm no basis... They're animal people! I have no basis to talk about that. I just wanted to put it out there. Besides, don't cats usually have kind of like dark gray skin in them? I don't know how cats work. I don't know anything about real cats. I only know Broadway cats. Cat genetics is weird. Judy Dench was going to be in the opening cast of Cats, but then she tore her Achilles and so she couldn't be in it. But now she gets to play old Deuteronomy, so that's nice. Cool. Um, I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift is gonna, like, wreck everything. Taylor Swift is the cat who may have had an affair with the cavity, who's basically Cat Moriarty. <sighs> I've never felt more out of the loop. Taylor Swift is gonna be singing a smooth jazz, well, not necessarily smooth jazz, more like rough jazz number, about McCavity, McCavity. There's no one like McCavity. He's broken every single law. He breaks the law of gravity. Oh, so it's going to be another Taylor Swift song about one of her boyfriends. Yeah. 
Can't get enough of those. One Accor- every, according one to every couple years. According to the Deep Cats lore, McCavity oh. had relations with both Bomb Ballerina and Demeter. Wait. But like with Demeter, it may have been um, not a good relationship, and so then um, Monkus Traff and Gus protect Demeter from McCavity. But oh. Bomb Ballerina might still be into McCavity. Oh. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is this is all an elaborate plan for Taylor Swift to finally ride Idris Elba. This was her plan. Isn't he married? I have no idea. I just hope that this does really well and in two years we get Starlight Express and we can have horrible train people on roller skates. Uh. Yeah, so according to Tanner, Andrew Lloyd Webber wanted to produce a Thomas the Tank Engine musical. Why are you saying correct to Tanner? You're saying that this is my headcanon. This is fact. (laughs) Okay. These are the facts. (laughs) Tom, not Thomas the Tank Engine. What was his name? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Wanted to make. <laughs> he wanted to make a Thomas the Tank Engine musical, and he said no because the people who had the right said no. So he tried to make a little engine that could musical combined with Cinderella, and now it's all on roller skates because trains. <laughs> Game back into Broadway was a very big mistake on my part. <laughs> Hey, did you ever hear when Riverdale did Heathers? No. Oh, they murdered it. It was terrible. Oh, I thought you were, you were talking about how like great it was. They like, no, they they killed it. No, they didn't kill it. But they they killed it. They did not slay. Oh, oh. They perished. Oof. Oof. Wow. They changed a whole bunch of lyrics to force the plot into their plot. Oh. oh. Kevin Keller and one of the serpents joined a cult together, and then it turned out the cult was just an organ theft ring. What is that? That scene that looks like PS6 graphics. Which there's a few. The one that's like shirtless and talking to Jughead, and it's like that's probably Archie. Is that Archie? It's probably it's Archie. A, it looks fucking like a PlayStation 6 graphic. Was it a redhead? Y- yeah. Then that's Archie. Oh my god. We need to get back into Riverdale. That's just KJ Apple for you. Uh, are we just going to bring back the... Ra- just hard bring back the maple syrup report? I don't know. I think we'll just have to binge it all of season three and then do the full of cold ones for it. Yeah. Yeah. The sticky oh. ones. Oh. oh, syrupy ones. <laughs> the syrup oh. must flow. Yo, they should Feel make a. My they should make a live action Grinch with KJ Apa because he can do the Grinch smile. It's a little unnerving. No, I don't want another live action Grinch. No, he no. He, he does it where like his lip, the middle of his lips go down and then he can bring them way up and that's just his face. No, 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 no. No. KJ Apa should play Carnage. <laughs> I'm sorry, Woody Allen, you've been replaced. What? What? Woody Allen? You mean Woody Harrelson? I mean Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Woody, Woody Allen has a cameo in... Woody Allen's already, already dead to everyone, so... Woody Allen gets an unpaid, uncredited cameo in the Venom sequel where he's just eaten for real. Yay. Yay. So, Tanner, how's your week? Cats. <laughs> I've been riding the high of Cats and Thor Love and Thunder for the past week. 
Oh, I forgot that's what it's going to be called. Hey, it's great. It's, it's good. So good. I'm, I'm, oh. Oh, it's never been, it, it's never going to go harder than it's going to go. Phase four is where they try shit. Yeah. <laughs> what are you building up to in phase four? Absolutely nothing. Look, we've already built the house. We're just going to fill it with stuff. We're going to demolish the house now. Yeah. <laughs> then build a new one. A new gay house. I mean, I would... Welcome want... to my fuck house. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I would like... I would like them to build Avengers Mansion. Because I liked the era of Avengers Mansion, where it was just the domestic AU that everyone wanted, but canon. <laughs> They're all just chilling and having exactly. good time. Yes! Like, like and then Blade every... calls like, Where the fuck are you guys? There's so many vampires! Like every movie... And then they hang up. Every movie has just five minutes of the Avengers chilling in the mansion at the beginning before whoever's the main character goes off and does their stuff. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we only got bits of that in some media, so yeah. we we just need that now. It's like I like the MCU a lot, but my favorite part of it is the domestic AU fanfic that I created in my head that never actually happened on screen. Remember, there's only two good parts of Age of Ultron. Yeah, the very first, the, well, not the, the party in the farm. The, yeah, the party in the farm. The and only good parts. Also, all of James Spader's lines. Yeah, James Spader yeah. was pretty. Even awkward. though the Ultron's character development is all over the place. Oh, it's going north, south, east, west. It's going everywhere. I'd like them to find a way to bring him back. Give him the second shot. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, have they really, like, brought, outside of, like, Loki, but, like, he also became a hero at a point. Like, they never have really brought back a villain. Oh, in the movies. In the movies. Yeah. Well, they're probably going to bring back Vulture. Because they set that up. Yeah, they did set that up. But I think, like, and they were considering putting it in, but I think they didn't want it to be so closely tied to the first Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, give it some space. Um, the sixth, the third first Spider-Man. Hey, isn't Kingpin also a Spider-Man villain? Yeah. He goes back and forth between Daredevil and... And Spidey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spidey. So, also Punisher, too. Not really like, any of the New York-based That would be uh, wild if it turned out that the guy who organized the Sinister Six is Kingpin. Yeah? Yeah. You could probably just get Vincent D'Onofrio back. He was pretty alright. Oh, yeah. Like, they... I don't know what they're going to do with the Netflix shows now because they're kind of don't know or care about the canonicity. Yeah. I'll say this to, I think, you at the theater uh, yesterday about how, like, I want there to be an end credit stinger in Blade where, like, he's killing a vampire and then fucking Punisher walks in. He's like, oh, what you do? He's like, oh, I kill vampires. What do you do? I kill cops. Nice. Nice. Yes. <laughs> They're both bloodsuckers. Yep. You want to be a vampire? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm too busy, like, making this dude live and die over and over again in my underground secret, secret bunker. <laughs> Punisher starts getting, like, he got bored of killing people with just guns at some point. He's <laughs> like, how can I do this elaborately? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have not seen any Punishers, and I have not seen the third seasons of Daredevil or Jessica Jones. And, I'm, and I've only seen, like, the first half of the second season of Luke Cage. And I haven't seen any Iron Fist. I think I might just look up how Daredevil and Jessica end. 
Yeah. I heard that Jessica did Trish really dirty. Oof. Which is too bad because it was supposed to like set up her turn as a hero. That's unfortunate. To become Hellcat. Yeah. I'd be fine if they fully or like did a, a full soft reboot of Jessica. Like keep Kristen Ritter if you can. But either recast or completely rewrite Trish so that she's actually Patsy Walker closer in the comics. Um, I feel like Blade's gonna show up in the Shang Chi stinger. stinger. Uh, maybe that's that's my yeah. one prediction for Phase Four. That's gonna be like uh, Shang, like it'll be in Chinatown or actual China, and Shang Chi has to fight like some like the hopping vampires. Oh, uh, there's a name for them. I can't remember. Jiang Shi. Jiang Shi. Oh, that's not gonna get confusing. Uh. <laughs> Have fun with that. Uh, and then Blade shows up and kills him. And they're like, who are you? I'm like, ah, it's none of your business. I'm just, this, is, this is my department. <laughs> 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 Fucking hiss. Hey, they could also uh, include Dracula and the Darkhold right there. They well, might not. Forget, wait, did they, what did they do with the Darkhold? Did they just put it in a box? I don't remember. They just put it, the last I saw of it was in a shared hallucination between uh, Leo and Jem. Yeah. Where it was like, they were put in a box that shared their mind so that they could invent time travel, but they had to get through all their baggage first because the machine was built by robots who didn't understand human baggage. And so when Jello doesn't want to tell Leo that he died in this timeline. <laughs> okay, so Agents Age of Shield Season 5. Oh, okay, alright. Everyone Join except in. for Leo is sent to the future after Earth's been destroyed to help find a way to save the Earth in the past. But Leo is not sent to the future because the Oracle didn't predict it, and so he wasn't taken by the Chronicom, who's like a robot man who's there to ensure the safety of Earth. So he just let him go to the future until the girl with the future sight predicts that Leo will go to the future, and then Leo has to take the slow path so he gets cryogenically frozen so that he can be revived in the future. But when they come back to the past, and so they have future Leo in the past. Gotta get back. And then he dies. Back to the past. He dies in the past after they save the Earth. Same right. Because the time chain, the timeline change, which means the Earth isn't destroyed, but that means that they're not guaranteed to survive all the way. So now Leo's dead. But that's future Leo. So past Leo, who's actually present Leo, who was frozen, is still in space somewhere. So they had to go find him. And Gemma doesn't want to tell him that they already got married and then he died. So she regresses into her 10-year-old self and hides in a mental construct of her bedroom. And then she has the Fitz read her a bedtime story. And then, like, it has, like, furry versions of all their friends. And then when he closes it, it's the Darkhold. Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. is more like a comic book than the other comic book movies. Stop comic yeah. comics. <laughs> and, and then they find out that all of the darkness... Gemma repressed all of her darkness and bad thoughts and it basically turned into a grudge monster. And so it chases them around the mindscape, and then they're also being chased by Fitz's dark personality from the the framework, Ritz. where he was a Hydra doctor. I'm so fucking lost here. And so then, and then the dark part of Gemma's personality, and the dark part of Fitz's personality, end up making out very violently. What? Uh. You see them making out, and then it like just pans over to Gemma and Fitz watching, and then they like head tilt, and then you hear like some crunching noises, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know I'd be into that. I didn't know I'd do that." 
And it was, I'm four episodes behind, and I think they have to fight off-brand Galactus now. <sighs> Comic books are weird, and this is the TV version. God damn it. Jesus. Uh, remember the X-Babies? I remember my babies. What? Yeah, that was apparently the theme song or something. Anyway, X-Babies, what? No, I no, I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Okay, how about this? A Toy Story! Nah. What? I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. You guys can talk about it. I have no feelings for it. Really? Really. You have, well, did you I did see not it? see it, and I have no interest in seeing it. You can spoil me. I don't care. Well, I won't. Okay. Because you should go see it. I already know the ending. Oh, you do? Because that's why I don't care. Wow. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I was, I was never interested in seeing Toy Story 4. I never even watched the trailers. Toy Story 3 ended the story, and for me, I thought that was good, and I didn't need to see another continuation. Well, I'm pretty sure they're not going to make any more. It's done. Dead. Gone. I don't think they're ever going to touch Toy Story now. Well, yeah. Better not. But so that's what I'm saying, is that they shouldn't have then. Well, I also was kind of in that camp, and then, like, after seeing the movie, I was like, no, they actually did have something left. It was worth watching. Basically, Woody wasn't over Andy, and he kind of got lost himself. That's, like, the best way I could describe. Until he finds Bo. And then there's... Okay, right, you you explain this better. I... The, the way I felt about it was that they were, it felt like they were talking to us. Okay. And like, hey man, we know you guys are fucking lost too. We're all a bunch of fucking lost toys. We're all the Isle of Misfit toys. We're all the Isle of Misfit toys. I want a gritty live action uh, Rudolph movie. No. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to write that down for Europe. <laughs> Have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> Just gonna call it Dolph. Sorry, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph. <laughs> uh, oh man, trying to explain because like, like it, I, it, it's in a sense about like coming to terms with moving on and finding your own place. And I guess that relates heavily, well, I related heavily to that message, because for a while there, I was also pretty fucking lost. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to be doing. Uh, And that that resonated way more with me than Toy Story 3's message, like, overall. Uh... Fuck! I can't. I can't. If if we recorded this last night at like one a.m., I would have <laughs> had it all. But I slept. <laughs> Damn it! There, it is worth seeing because there are a lot of really good, heartfelt moments. A lot of really. The fun first stuff. man made me want to cry. Okay. Like hard cry. Well, you're a fucking soft. So you're a soy boy, basically. Wow! Rude. <laughs> 
No, that's a term of endearment coming from me. Um, the entire arc of Gabby Gabby was... It, she's the best, like, she's... Not even a villain! Not, not even a villain! She's antagonist. like... Yeah, she's an antagonist in, like, the Ghibli sense of an antagonist. Where okay. it's... You really understand where she's coming from. Like, you get why she's doing what she's doing. And it's like... You know, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. And then... <laughs> oh... Some of the best characters were uh, Decky and Fluffy. Yeah, uh, Key and Peel are in this goddamn movie. <laughs> They're so fucking good. They are hilarious <laughs> the whole fucking time. And also, Keanu Reeves is in this movie. I heard. And he, I want to cosplay, <laughs> do do kaboom. <laughs> and the kid that he was first given to on Boxing Day because <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> He's a Canadian evil Knievel toy. Oh boy. <laughs> so the kid looks exactly like Jay Baruchel. <laughs> like a mini version of Jay Baruchel. <laughs> like he looks like your average West Island Jewish child living in Mon- well, Montreal's West Island. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it It's great. There's so many features that are great. Um oh Okay, we have to take Ty to see it or show him that one scene. With yeah, because I, I have questions I need to ask him <laughs> about that. Basically, the toys are trying to stall uh, the family from leaving the town that they're staying at. So they basically like take over the, the RV, despite the dad trying to drive it. So, yeah, they're doing the whole, like... Uh, fuck... The brakes. They're they're fucking with the brakes. Fucking with the brakes. They're <laughs> <laughs> to the point where like stuff looks like it's smoking. <laughs> they they fuck up that RV. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie is really funny. Like like almost there wasn't a joke that didn't land with me. Like it's incredibly funny and it always and th- like every Toy Story I've noticed is their benchmark for how much they have uh, grown as an animation studio at Pixar. Oh, okay. Because this movie is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it, like, it's it's no Spider-Man. But, holy shit, it looks real. And it blows Lion King out of the fucking water. Okay. Lion King, and it's all photorealistic lions that look... Identical. Shit. (laughs) I would get more entertainment out of one of those Planet Earth documentaries than Lion King. Like, the thing I especially noticed was its lighting was really... Like, they that's what they put their focus into this time. Okay. And they're, like, for a large portion of the movie, it's in an antique store. And they have, like, all the, uh... All the old uh, chandeliers, chandeliers and lights all and watercolor stuff, and it just looks phenomenal. And then there was also the fun fair. The fun fair also looks great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it it's a great. It's movie. hard to describe because we really liked it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah. I still don't have any interest in it. I feel like we should just drag you, <laughs> or, or or just find a stream. Like. This, a stream where the movie's playing, or just put me in a stream? I'll put you into the stream. Live stream. Uh, <laughs> Next movie I'm going to see is probably going to be The Farewell. 
That I'll cry about. Uh, the farewell of what? The farewell. The, that's what the movie is called, The Farewell. I have no idea what we're talking about then. It's got Aquafina in it, and her oh. grandma is dying. I am super lost here. Aquafina, the Chinese rapper girl, she was in Ocean's 8. Yeah, I didn't see Ocean's 8, my bad. That one I didn't have interest in. film. It's got Aquafina in it and her grandma's dying, but no one has told the grandma that she's dying because that's against the Chinese culture. And I'll go and I'll probably cry. Okay. And that'll be my crying movie. Cool. Uh... She's also going to be in a movie called Crime After Crime where she's a true crime podcast host. Oh. Who like about a specific uh, alleged serial killer. Okay. And then when he break he breaks out and tracks her down so that she can prove his innocence. Oh. And it's a comedy. Okay. That actually sounds good. And they better have cameos from Georgia and Karen in that. Yes. Or what's her name from from Criminal? Phoebe Judge? Yeah, something like that. Um, I've also been playing a lot of... Okay, I've been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. It's good. It's hard. Hmm, I, did, I didn't expect hard to be a part of that. Like, the, the main storyline is a normal difficulty. And, like, I'm, I'm on weenie mode. There's, there's, <laughs> there, there's, there's the mode for people who aren't used to action brawler games and the mode for people who are. And I just picked the one for people who aren't used to it. And it still can be difficult. And we've died a few times on the boss fights. And maybe it's just because I'm still getting the hang of who has the best team-up abilities and stuff and have to find the balance of playing with characters I like and playing with characters who are good. Um, and also, the characters do not, like, the characters only level up when you're using them, which means if you decide to switch in a character that you haven't been using for a few levels, you have to grind them up or use items to level them up again. Mm -hmm. Also, there are, like, the side quests and side missions and stuff. That, like, in order to completely... You have to do the three goals to completely complete them. Get the three stars. Yeah. And you do that to unlock bonus outfits for people. But they're also difficult to get even two stars on some of them. Because a lot of them are time things. So it's like, oh, you did really good and no one died. But, ah, oh, it took you a minute 20. You're supposed to feed them in a minute 10. So, ah. so I'm going to have no to... No like, gold star for you. I'm going to have to grind up a bunch of people and figure out which combinations work best in certain scenarios. And they'll probably come back to all these while I'm already 20 levels higher than the recommended yeah. and just destroy them. So what's your favorite uh, uh, team you've got going? I've been using Miles Morales and Miss Marvel pretty consistently together. Crystal is surprisingly good. Um, and I say surprisingly just because I think I'm the only person who cares about Crystal. Because I'm the only Inhumans fan left on the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, what, what's his face? Uh, Black Bolt uh, talked and killed everyone. All the other fans. All the other fans, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, she's pretty good. Um, Star-Lord is good for large groups of enemies because he has, like, if you jump and then attack from the sky, he, like, does a whole strafing thing. Ooh, but there's nice. a few characters who do that, but I feel like Star-Lord has the best spread. Um, ah, okay. Miles is the best one to get him to a certain level because he'll just pelt the entire field with electric webs. Okay. And Kamala just beats the shit out of everybody. <laughs> yeah. 
So Rip, right now I right now I have Kamala, Miles, Crystal, and I just unlocked Elsa Bloodstone, so I'm using her because she's my wife. <laughs> Next wave. This E doesn't stand for America. <laughs> you spilled my tea. I also unlocked Ghost Rider, but I haven't used it yet. Cool. Which Ghost Rider? Is it Johnny Blaze? It is Johnny Blaze, but I have a feeling that the costume is either going to be Robbie Reyes or like 2099 Ghost Rider or something like that. I hope, like, they've announced three DLC packs, but they hope they do more just because there's so much, there's so much they can do. They have all of Marvel. Like, I don't expect them to put every single person in like the Lego Marvel games do. Like, I'm not waiting for Hellcal. Yeah. But it'd be cool if they put in, like, a Young Avengers pack that had Wiccan, Kate, Stature, and Hulkling or something like that. Or, um, what else? Like, a ne- whole Next Wave pack so that we can fin- fill out Next Wave with the other four members. Or maybe three members and someone else, because I don't, I don't see Marvel putting the captain in a game anytime soon. Hmm. Uh, is it just me, like, looking at the uh, lineup for Phase 4 and everything, uh, with some of the characters they've already established and some of the new characters coming in, are they building up the Young Avengers? I think so. Because isn't the Disney Plus TV shows going to be actually have a bit more connection? Yeah, like movies? they're part of Phase Four. Yeah, they were announced with Phase Four. So WandaVision, I can see setting the stone, the setting the up uh, Wiccan and Speed, and then who else do we have? Um, Kate's uh, going to be in Hawkeye. Yeah, Cassie is already in the Ant Man movies. She grows up to become well, she doesn't grow. She becomes stature. Then she grows up to be Stinger, which was like when she lost her powers. Then she got him back. Um, who else is in there? Patriot could show up in, um, I had an idea. I feel like Patriot could show up in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Because his backstory is that he's the grandson. So Eli Bradley is the grandson of Isaiah Bradley, who's Captain America. Because they did a bunch of experimentations to recreate the super soldier serum. Yeah, like, because they've been doing were... that constantly since. Yeah, they've been making super yeah, soldiers like they, forever. They've already established that, like way back in Cap's first movie, that they took a whole bunch of blood samples from him so that they could do experiments. Yeah, to... and it's actually based on a real life thing where they were experimented. Like America was actually experimenting on African American soldiers. Yeah, syphilis stuff and all that. Yeah, it, and it, so it's nasty. they so and they in Marvel they specifically like they had. A black writer create the story, and the edit, like whoever was editor in chief, they specifically like the the writer. He said, "I don't know if I want to make it too similar to this actual life thing." And then Marvel said, "No, do it because we want like the reason we kind of want you to tell the story is to bring it to light." Yeah. And so Isaiah Bradley was a Captain America, a black Captain America, and because of the experimentation, like yeah, he had all the super strength and stuff, but it also caused him severe mental disabilities that only got worse later in life. And so his grandson Eli. He claims that he has the same super soldier powers as his grandfather because of a blood transfusion, but he's actually using mutant growth hormone to do that. Ah. But then later on in the series, when he gets the shit kicked out of him by Mr. Hyde, he does actually end up getting a blood transfusion from his grandfather, and then he really does have actual super strength. Cool. And then there's... Hulkling? Hulkling. So Hulkling could either show up in, most likely, a Captain Marvel movie. Because he's the son of Mar- the original Marvel and a Skrull princess, and like later on they find out that there's like a whole subspecies of Kree Skrull hybrids, and they're like supposed to be the ones that save the universe because there's a prophecy, and Teddy might actually be the king of space. Um, and then Billy got uh, possessed by the the ghost a ghost space wizard, 
who was also Cthulhu. Um, but then he was like, I'm going to cause you to have depressive thoughts. And Billy's like, I already have depressive thoughts. That's a terrible threat. And then he vomits him up, and then he gets stepped on, and then they save the future. Yay! Um, there's also Kid Loki, who yeah. will probably show up in Loki. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. Uh, and there's also Iron Lad, which could lead could to Kang? Could, could lead to... See, people want Harley to go Iron Lad, just because that seems like it would make sense. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Harley is going to be more like a, a voice in the... A guy in the computer seat for the team. Like, I could see him, Ned, and Shuri being the... Behind the scenes The behind the scenes, the yeah. people in the garage. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, because yeah, originally Iron Lad is young Kang, who tries to form the Young Avengers to stop himself from the future. But then it's like, if he doesn't You're become You're messing evil, with the timeline. Yeah, you mess with the timeline. It's like, you must become Kang. It's like, alright, alright, you guys stop me. And then he, he, he leaves at the end of the first arc, but then he returns during the Children's Crusade, and he tries to use time, he's gonna use time travel to save Cassie, but then like, no, you can't do that, because that's gonna set you up to become Kang. Like, well, then I will become Kang, and then he becomes Kang. He's all, and Kang is also a distant, distant descendant of the Richards's. Yes, yes. And plus we're getting a Fantastic Four movie, apparently, so. Yes. Like, Phase 5, probably. Phase 5 will introduce Fantastic Four. X-Men. X-Men. Well, he, he didn't say X-Men, he said Mutants. Mutants. So I feel like we're gonna get, like, two solo films. And it'll probably be, like, a Wolverine. And, or actually, no, it'll probably, I don't even think they'll start with Wolverine. I feel like they'll do Storm. Okay. Because she she hasn't gotten like her moment in the sun necessarily. Yeah. But she's like probably the most well known after Wolverine. And then they'll probably do someone who's a bit less known, but like still has some clout. Like maybe they'll finally Night rework crawler? that. Oh, I'd love a Nightcrawler movie. Give him a sword. <laughs> Give Nightcrawler a sword. And he's played by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> well they could do I it would be cool if they did a like a villain's movie, like a mystique movie. That would Ooh, be cool. Oh yeah. Well, I, I'm also a little worried because the world got a little tired of Mystique in the Fox X-Men films That's being, true. like, kind of front and center for all of first class. Maybe they won't even do the Brotherhood for a while. Maybe they'll do, like, the Acolytes or, well, I guess they can't really do Apocalypse because he's been done. Maybe they'll start with Mr. Sinister. Yeah, maybe. Like, they, they, like, they have options of what they can do. Uh... I'm just trying to think of notable X-Men villains who haven't necessarily been done. Frog. They, they probably <laughs> yeah. to, no, it's Toad. They right probably want to go a similar route with how Spider-Man's doing, where they want to hold off on the villains that they've already adapted until, like, they get a certain amount into it. Also, did you see that there's apparently talk from, like, Tom Holland or, like, someone within the Spider-Man like team. The, the director. Well, so, someone within the Spider-Man team. That they want Kraven. They're like... But Sony wants their Craven movie. Oh man, how do we get this? <laughs> Sony, it? maybe you should just calm down. Sony, maybe just stick to animated Spider People. Maybe. Yeah. It's that. Who cares? It's the lowest grossing one. It's also the one that won, won the most Oscars. Exactly. <laughs> it's the most critically successful one. Do oh do an, do a Craven where he's like hunting spiders across dimensions. Ooh. And then you can still use that to set up the inheritors, which is what I think is going to lead to. Okay. Have I told you about the inheritors? No, I have no idea what this is. Okay, so J. Michael Straczynski, when he was writing Spider-Man, 
He said he created a character named Ezekiel, who also got bitten by a spider and got the same powers as Peter, but he refused to answer the call. And then he shows up in Peter's life and is like, Peter, after warning you about Oh, what was his name? Deimos? I wanna say Deimos. I let me grab my phone. It's probably charged enough by now anyway. Oh yeah. Spider-Man Matt Damon, no! <laughs> The Davos? No, it was Morlun. There is one named Deimos, but he's not the main one. The main one is Morlun, and he's like an interdimensional soul vampire. And he's part of a family of interdimensional soul vampires called the Inheritors, who travel from dimension to dimension and devour animal-themed beings. And Ezekiel was like, you've been chosen by the powers of this interdimensional spider deity... And then the reason all of, so many of your villains are based off of animals is because they're also animal totems. And then Morlon comes in and he's like, I'm going to eat your spider energy and also your face. <laughs> and then Spider-Man beats him. He beats him a few more times. Eventually he finds out that Morlon has a whole family. And then the characters just start like a whole war against all the spiders across the entire multiverse. And that's how he ended up with the first Spider-Verse comic book series. Huh. Okay. That so I think if, a lot. if you make a Spider-Verse movie... You should lead up to the events of the Spider-Verse comic. So we can start off with more, or not more, um, Craven, like, hunt, trying to hunt spiders down from dimension to dimension, and he was hired by the Inheritors to, like, track them down, so that even if he fails, they have an easier time finding the spiders. And that can, what, that can be what all these Spider-Verse movies lead up to. I also, I, I heard, but I'm not for sure, but I'd really like if they made a whole Spider-Women movie that had, like, Penny and Gwen and Silk and Jennifer... No, Jessica Drew. Jennifer Walters is She-Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Now it's She-Hulk, you cowards. Fate 5. We gotta save the good stuff for Phase 5. Oh, Phase 4 looks pretty good. Phase 4 looks really good, but we gotta we got get the heavy hitters in Phase 5 and then build up the Phase I'm 6. Cur- I'm really curious to see how Eternals plays out. Who do they, who do they cast for that? So they have Richard Madden as um see they're all like mispronunciations of greek deities okay because they're the inspirations for them cool he's icarus okay uh angelina jolie as fina (laughs) kumail nanjiani as kingo uh lauren ridloff as makari and she's also deaf. Okay. Deaf character played by deaf actress. Yay. Cool. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Phaistos. Selma Hayek as Ajak. Okay. Leah McHugh as Sprite, a child. And Don Lee as Gilgamesh. Okay. And so a lot of people think that it's going to set up a Hercules film. But it's like, why would you do a whole Eternals movie just to set up Hercules? So, like, one or two of them is going to have to, like, serve. I mean, they're, they're, they're called the Eternals. They're going to be immortal. They're yeah. going to survive up until the modern day, but just, how do you do it so that they don't end up incredibly OP? Yeah. Because that's also going to be a thing that we'll have to be careful with for Captain Marvel. But because she is kind of a walking deus ex machina. She is. That's why the stakes there are going to have to be emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to have to be hone a bit closer. 
Like, the original set a good tone. I mean, the reason she wasn't super flashy with her powers is because she was trying to control them, and, like, they had told her basically not to use them. But I think it would make a lot of sense if she also, like... She, she's trying to be a little incognito on Earth with her abilities, and so she can't be just going binary at every chance she gets. She has to say that. Yeah, maybe put a limiter where it's very physically draining. To... But, potentially. Yeah. Like, you, you do have to find a way so that she isn't going binary every second. Yeah. Um, and then she gets into the, like, she leaves the atmosphere and now she can go ham. Yeah. I have maybe my... it's like a time limit. Could be a time limit too. That would make sense. I had an idea where to make it more interesting. If you introduce the the angels and heaven, say that they were trapped in a pocket dimension by the space stone, like Frigga used the space stone instead of literally sawing off their branches of the world tree, like she did in the comics. <laughs> she used it because the Asgardians had the tesseract, so yeah. she takes the tesseract and she puts them in a pocket dimension. Um, Doctor Strange can do a pit stop there. Okay. He's, he's going to have some fun in the multiverse. When he's going through the multiverse of madness. Um, and then be, but because the space stone is no more, the angels can get out. And then because Carol got her powers from the space stone, the angels can be like, oh, they don't work on us. You can shoot us with as many lasers as you want, but it doesn't work on us because we were in a space stone pocket dimension for thousands of years. Hmm. Wild. I was talking about uh, the new movies with my manager, and I mentioned how Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is probably a Lovecraft reference, and then I had to explain who and what H.P. Lovecraft in the entire Cthulhu mythos was. Because <laughs> he had never heard. He had no idea what I was oh, talking about. Oh, wow. no! Hey, you want to hear about his cat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, mm, uh, look it up on your own time. That's homework. <laughs> Telling someone to Google H.P. Lovecraft's cat is a threat. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Wow, that's... Yeah. I remember when I first learned about that. Like, oh. What else? What have we not talked about yet? Um, Okay, so apparently Baron Zemo is going to go full-on Baron Zemo. Okay. And get the purple mask and everything. Okay. I just... I do hope, though, that he doesn't become a Nazi. Yeah. Just because I feel he's a little bit more interesting when he's just a broken man. Yeah. Like, pe- people said that it was kind of an anticlimax that he was the villain of Civil War, but, like, no, he was the most interesting part. Yeah. Like, just being able to manipulate people just enough to get them to turn on each other. That was, like, it It goes to show, like, just how fragile their friendships were. Yeah. But no, like, he, he can go full-on Baron, but I don't want him to become a Nazi. Because I also kind of like the idea of him joining the Thunderbolts. Yeah. And being genuinely heroic. Just, you know... He's heroic, but he also thinks he's so much better than all the Avengers. <laughs> we do um, what they do, but without all the fanfare. Yeah. Who else was there? Uh, Love and Thunder. So I think the villain for that is going to be Enchantress. Because okay. she's always trying to make Thor fall in love with her. Ah. Yeah. So, okay. so here are our options. She, she casts a spell and Thor falls in love with her. And so then Valkyrie has to team up with new Thor to, to get him back. Option two. Valkyrie's looking for a queen. And Chantress casts a spell on Valkyrie and Valkyrie falls in love with her. So now Thor and Thor have to team up to get her back. Option three. Enchantress says by rights. And casts a love spell on both Thor and Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Jane Thor has to go after them, and halfway through she meets Beta Ray Bill. Yeah! <laughs> if anyone introduces Beta Ray Bill to the live action, it'll be Taika. Oh yeah, you Who should play Beta Ray Bill? I have no idea what even his voice would sound like. I don't even know who Beta Ray Bill is. He's a space horse who's worthy of lifting Yolner. Oh! He has a literal... Oh, wow. Look at them chompers. Yeah. I just wanted to be, like, perpetually screaming. <laughs> no no, no one voice was cast. It just constantly going... <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also... I hope when, J- when Jane lifts the hammer and becomes Thor, she inexplicably gains a pseudo-English accent... And she doesn't know how to stop. <laughs> well, hopefully... Because, all, listen, the, in the comics, all the Asgardians have their own font. And when Jane is Thor, she has the font when she's talking. <laughs> and, I mean, Natalie Portman is no stranger to doing a fake English accent when she was on um, the other Boolin girl way back in the day. Nobody else has seen that movie except me! What if... What if... <laughs> Sorry, okay, before I get back, I just remembered there was an SNL skit when uh, Gerard Butler was hosting. Oh! Oh, man, you remember Gamer? No, I chose not to. (laughs) Um, But he was playing, like, the the king. Yeah. Which king? If we're talking about... From the other Berlin girl. Henry VIII. He was playing Henry VIII in the other Berlin girl. And he's like... Falling in love with the, the whichever Boleyn girl. The other Boleyn girl. The sister shows up like, it's me, the other Boleyn girl. And then and then partway through, another girl shows up, oh, that's the other, other Boleyn girl. <laughs> and then they're like, by the end, there's like seven different other <laughs> Boleyn girls. <laughs> Anyways, um, something about, oh yeah, uh, Natalie Portman lifts the hammer and turns into Kira Knightley. <laughs> Oh man, that would be so fucking good. Or, or Kira Knightley plays Enchantress. Oh! Ah! Actually, no. The, the best casting for an Enchantress, Enchantress would be Natalie Dorner. Yes, yes. Oh my god, yes. Um, Step on me, Natalie Dormer. <laughs> also, hope I hope in Thor five. That's when we Thor gets turned into a frog. <laughs> Weird now. Yeah. Well, now that they got they they've gone through that era of uh, whoever was kind of running the Marvel movies before Feige. Yeah. It's, now that we got rid of all that shit, now it's now it's Feige time. <laughs> we we've entered peak weird. <laughs> from now on, it's all frogs, queers, and people who ain't white. <laughs> and vampires. Vampires. I'm very hyped for Blade. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I hope it's R-rated. I hope it's Disney's real first. Like, all right, we're going to step the toe in with Blade. (laughs) It's, it's, yeah. And then we get the Deadpool movie. (laughs) Maybe Deadpool shows up. They have to save Deadpool for like 10 years. Because my here my desire for the Deadpool movie is that it's like after Wade has retired and he's like living a casual domestic life with his girlfriend and like they have a kid together and he just like his job is just like uh, the supervisor 
the cashier supervisor at the local Walgreens or something. CBS. <laughs> and then he finally gets pulled out of it when some shit starts going down. It's like, oh, oh, I hear the voices again. They're telling me to do things. His, uh, his villain can be Madcap. Can he still wear the mask, though? <laughs> Like, he's just, like, in his uniform already, but he still has the mask on. Yes. <laughs> he's in his regular Deadpool outfit, but he's got the Walmart vest over top of it. Like the, the apron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can... I mean, he tried, he tried doing X-Force, but maybe next time he can try doing the Mercs for money. That, that feels a bit more natural. <laughs> like, oh, we tried X-Force. Everyone died within minutes. <laughs> I mean, everyone got back, brought, got brought back too. So that's something. With the time well, shenanigans. Well, did they though? Like, uh, the, the regular guy survived. I would have but saved I... everyone else. <laughs> well, we didn't see him save everyone else. So it's up for debate, I guess. <laughs> Now go home. Just go home. I just hope we get Negasonic Teenage Warhead and her girlfriend back. Yes. Yeah, those are, those are mainstays. Hi, Wade. Hi, Yuki. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because we need we need to let Deadpool rest because we risk Deadpool oversaturation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily we haven't heard anything for Phase Four, so that's at least three years. Yeah. Okay, apparently there's one more movie left for them to announce for Phase 4, and that could be the next Spider-Man, because technically that's Sony's to announce, not Disney or Marvel's. Yeah, that's true. And also, they can't leave us hanging. They could. They could have, They could leave us for three years, real time, which is probably only going to be like three months in movie time, but just for that, for that long, just Peter's couch surfing through all the other Avengers. <laughs> Like I'll just I'll, I'll build you guys something uh, like a sandwich. You guys want a sandwich? Doctor Strange, this book's trying to eat me. <laughs> and it's being very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, bum Peter. Oh, oh. the bombastic bagman. Poor, poor kid. Uh, he gets put in witness protection and has to masquerade as Ben Riley. Or, 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 Spider-Man 3 starts, and like, with Ben Riley looking at the news and seeing a picture of his face and people saying, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, it's like, but I'm Ben. How did he get my face? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben, this guy looks like me. <laughs> oh, God, that would be awful. And Ben Riley's from London. Uh, it was such a missed opportunity to have Tom Holland either use his natural accent or use a terrible British accent in that movie. <laughs> oh, that is a missed opportunity. Damn it. How could they do this to us? Oh, fuck. I can't believe we've done this. <laughs> Comics. What if you got a slapstick movie? His, the, the amazing, the, no, the awesome slapstick. His power is that he was turned into a living cartoon character. Huh. Huh. Are, are we talking like uh, the end of like the, the singer in Spider-Verse? Like 60s Spider-Man? No, I'm talking like Roger Rabbit. Uh, oh, okay. So like peak. 
fucking maximum. Yeah, he he's a cartoon character with all the powers of a cartoon character. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, actually. Yeah, reality warping right there. Uh. Hey, so what, what's going on with that what if stuff? Kevin Feige the, announces the first what if movie will explore if Captain America was straight. <laughs> no, the first one is going to be if Peggy got the serum and then Steve had to use a prototype Iron Man suit. Uh, and then no one knows what no one knows what's going to happen out of it. They have like pretty much the entire cast except maybe Robert Downey Jr. I think. So like there's probably going to be like um Michael B. Jordan's in it. So there's probably going to be a, either what if Killmonger survived or what if Ndadaka got to go back to Wakanda when he was younger. Mm. What if what if Njobu was not killed mm. by T'Chaka? Oh. Hell, there might even be a whole what if Wakanda ended its uh, isolation years earlier. Ah. Ooh, we could have it in the 40s too. Just in time for, or during W2. Because there were a couple countries that floated around the that stayed neutral almost to the end, because they were kind of like, oh, "Our situation ain't that great if we don't lean either side and we don't know what horse to bet on right now." Turkey, or it could be in the '60s because they noticed the civil rights movement happening in the states, and uh, like after everything else, that that's where they that's finally like their breaking point for some of them. Yeah, and it decolonization also, too. Decolonization too. Decolonization 2. Yeah! <laughs> uh, also, it could be a soft pilot for Fantastic Four. Yes! Maybe the Fantastic yeah. Four are refugees from a different dimension. Ah. A 60 style dimension. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's cast... Let's do some casting because I, I got John Hamm in my head for mm. Reed Richards. John See, Reed Richards... The thing is, Reed Richards has to play someone who I like. I don't. Oh, I've, if John Hamm played Reed Richards, he's a fine actor, but he'd be so obnoxious as Reed Richards. That's ah. what I feel. Now, Jason Isaac. Oh, that would be good. I'd kind of like Jason Isaacs' Doom, though. Oh, oh yeah. Um, what's his name from The Office in Quiet Place? John Krasinski. Yeah, that's a name I see floated a lot for Reed Richards, and been... that I would like because he could bring some actual charisma to the role. Uh, how old is John Krasinski? Reed Richards has to be so likable that they cannot turn him into the weird supervillain that they, he basically kind of did in the comics. Like, he, he can't become so obsessed with the status quo that he makes the space prison for Tony during Civil War. Yeah. They have to make him so charismatic in the movies that it doesn't make sense for him to do that at some point. Uh, oh, there was a name in my head for Reed. Ah. Uh... Oh, I fucking lost it. God damn it. Johnny Storm is uh, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Going back to that well, huh? They should make the Storms non-white. Actually, they should. They could make a, pretty much all of them non-white. Yeah. Like, the only two people who are related are Sue and Johnny. Yeah. And they weren't even... the. One nice thing that they did in the 2015 movie, in Fanforstic, <laughs> was that they um, Sue was adopted. Okay. Because mm. she was Kate McNamara, and, no, Kate Mara, and Johnny was okay. Michael B. Jordan. 
Okay. The one good thing about Fan Four Stick. Yeah. Also, like, by the time we get to, like, Fantastic Four movie, Jason Isaacs would be close to 60. Ooh. Mm. So, yeah, maybe a Doom. Because he doesn't actually have to be in the He doesn't have to be the same age. No. Well, also, um, with Doom, you could do what they do with uh, Darth Vader, where they have a suit actor, and then they have someone voicing him. That's true. Yeah. I I want them to play up Doom. Would you like, would anyone like Lady Doom? Huh. Because that was an idea they had for Fanforstick as well. That might be interesting. I want them to play up the dictator. The, like, cartoonishly evil dictator. But he's not really a dictator, though. He treats Ladvaria really well, yeah. well. Yeah, but, like, I mean, like, the, like... He's a big from, from the perspective of Fantastic Four, he seems like the cartoonishly evil... Eastern like a proper The propaganda... Yeah. But he's level dictator, he's, but he like he's a good leader. He's a good leader. He's, he's not a dictator. He's I know, a I know. maniac. But just like the aesthetics, like that ride in Universal Studios. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever exactly. been? Exactly. No, I've never. Okay, it's they have like the the the, the political cartoons of like Doom and Latveria being this like crazy leader and everything. That it's fucking get, hilarious. That could get profoundly uncomfortable though. Doom is a fucking weird thing. He's so bizarre. I would say like... And then he just gets serious and becomes the big antagonist of the event. Everyone in Latveria has to love him. And the reason he's a villain is he's decided that everyone who's not in Latveria should also love him. And also Reed Richards is a hoe. Fuck you, Reed. It's like, like, I tried to help you. Reed said he would fix my face, but he broke it more. Reed is a hoe. Uh, they're... I'm trying to find what the... Why are you looking for uh, the, his height on YouTube? No, I'm looking for the videos that they play before you get onto the ride. Oh. Dr. Doom's f- Fearfall. Dr. Doom. Yeah, to better show you what we mean, but they might not have it on, available on YouTube. Uh, someone's got like a fearful. Oh, there it is. It's like ten minutes though. Yeah, it's a little long. I'll show you it later. Damn, I can't believe we have to wait until November 2020 for the next Marvel movie. Thank God, (laughs) we get a break. The joke is I'm not seeing Black Widow. Oh. At least not in theaters. I'll pirate it. What even is that movie going to be? Apparently it's set shortly after Civil War, and it's going to involve Taskmaster. Oh, are, are, you, are you mad that they're doing your boy dirty? No, I'm just, I'm so over Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson in general. Okay, fair. And it's probably, like, there's probably going to be something that's relevant for things in the future that has impact, so I'll probably pirate it, but I don't need to see it. I'll look at the synopsis and make my call there. Yeah. We'll have an illegal viewing party. Woo! 
What the fuck is with that like key visual though of Taskmaster? Why does he look like shit? <laughs> I haven't even seen Taskmaster. Movie Taskmaster. Taskmaster. In the meantime, I'm watching bears fight. <laughs> nice. Asked by IGN whether the Mutants film would not be X-Men titled, Feige acknowledged that the terms X-Men and Mutants are interchangeable, but went on to say the MCU approach would be quite different from the 20th Century Fox films. Okay. So I don't know, maybe they'll do one of the more obscure X-Teams. Cool. I just hope that when they get around to another Ant-Man movie, it's called Ant-Fam. <laughs> Ants. Ants. <laughs> Ant Man. <laughs> There's never been a better advertisement for a movie than that. <laughs> Maybe they'll start with Excalibur. The British one. Oh, yeah. I don't know who this is. There is a T. Hang on. Um, hang on. Hang on. Hang on! I said hang on! Hang it on! Okay, so Excalibur, as according to Wikipedia. Fictional superhero group appearing in the American comic comic books published by Marvel Comics. They are depicted as an offshoot of the X-Men, usually based in the United Kingdom. Conceived by Chris Claremont and artist co-writer Alan Davis, uh, they first appear in Excalibur Special Edition 1987, also known as Excalibur The Sword is Drawn. <laughs> uh, the first Excalibur consists of the British superhero Captain Britain, his lover Megan, and three former members of the X-Men. And eponymous Excalibur series featuring the team lasted until 1988, uh, from 1988 until 1998, uh, originally, the series involved cross-dimensional travel that incorporated as many elements of Cap- Captain Britain's mythos as it did the X-Men's. Uh, Cam- Captain Britain reformed Excalibur to defend London in a series entitled New Excalibur, which ran from 2005 until it was until it was replaced in 20 in 2008 by Captain Britain and MI13. Between Excalibur's disbandment and reformation. And Reformation, the short-lived series entitled Excalibur, chronicled the efforts of X-Men founder Professor Charles Xavier, his former nemesis Magneto, to rebuild the mutant homeland of Genosha? Yeah. Okay. Although written by Claremont with the same title, it has no connection to the superhero team. There is also the superheroine Faiza Hussein. Yes, that's kind of why I want Excalibur, to introduce her. Yeah. A fictional character uh, appearing in the American com- 
she has the power to kill or heal with a touch, and she never kills. She only heals. Well, she's a doctor. Exactly. Yeah. And she God also... damn it, Jim. I'm a, I'm a doctor, not a killer. <laughs> and she can also heal robots. Yeah, so... Um, wow. Necromancer. Her her uh, creator, Connell, has... Uh, has uh, Connell has been aided in the development of the character by a panel of Muslim women. Mona Bayomi, Saifa Saeed... Saeed Baharan, Farida Patel, and Sahara Roked. Faiza Hussein, originally written in earlier scripts as um, Faiza with an S, is named after the former England cricket captain Nassar Hussein. And although she is a British Muslim character, creator Paul Connell has stated that he did not want Faiza to be a pillar for the entire British Muslim community. I think superheroes are too prone to being standard bearers for whole communities. Yeah. Yeah. So the membership has included... So we had Captain Britain. Uh, at some point you had Psylocke. Nightcrawler. Uh, Kitty Pryde Shadowcat. And her dragon Lockheed. And Rachel Summers Phoenix. Cool. Um, there's also the Black Knight. And... Um, Dazzler? Yeah, Dazzler was in there. Uh, Colossus has been in there. Juggernaut, for some reason. Uh, Longshot. The Juggernaut, bitch. Da, da, da. Wolfsbane was in there. Pete Wisdom. Power of Fingy Knives. That's just Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> They're made of lasers, though. Uh-oh. Laser Fingy Knives. Edward Laser Hands. Exactly. Uh, I think I was talking with some of the guys at work the other day about like how they can like implement mutants into the movies. And like they were talking about how like who the hell do you even recast as Wolverine because Hugh Jackman? I was thinking just fuck it, say Logan's already dead. Oh yeah, that works. And just uh, bring in uh, Laura. Laura, yeah. It's like yeah, no, he's dead. He died. He got a tree impaled through him. And like, oh, fuck, I'm old. (laughs) He died of old age and impalement. Listen, it'd be like that. You ever just find yourself impaled? Yep. Me too. It's not great. It's not healthy. Yeah, if they must have Logan or they somehow resurrect him because nobody actually stays dead. It would be nice if they actually got a Canadian actor, though. Yeah. Alan Hawko. <laughs> Make him a Newfoundlander. Victor Garber. Uh, so, what culture has suggested uh, Jensen Ackles? Mm. Uh, God, why do they have to do it? Uh, Jay Courtney. Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney, okay. Sorry, I... That's why I corrected you. Okay. Jay Baronshaw. <laughs> Jay Baronshaw is Nightcrawler. Oh, oh yeah, that's not yeah. bad. That's not bad. I want him to hear. I want to hear a kind of bad German accent. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm sure there's room for Jay Baronshaw to play someone. Maybe just make the Alpha Flight movie. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jay Baronshaw is North Star. <laughs> No, he's wasn't, a fucking Mountie! Wasn't there a, like, just a straight-up Yeti? 
No, it's Sasquatch. Oh, Sasquatch. Yeah. Big, hairy things. Yeah, these are from Nepal. Oh, yeah. My bad. My bad. Don't you know basic taxonomy? No. Don't you know simple geometry? No. Okay, so how about... I was the kid trying to get the square and the triangle hole. It's like, what the fuck? So how about Travis Fennel for Wolverine? Okay. Yeah. Or Alexander Ludwig, if we're looking at Vikings. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah, they did mention uh, Taron Egerton in this list. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's also short. Taron Egerton could also be Beast. Yeah. Yeah, he could. There's also Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Get the other one in. <laughs> Why not? God, I hate all of these ads. Yeah. They make... Live with them. Tom Hardy, but he's already playing Venom, so... Venom! 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 THX. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. As something in the Marvel universe. Oh, okay. Well, he's twenty ninety nine Spider Man. Yeah, he is. And I really want them to make a live action twenty ninety nine movie, and have a team up of like Spider Man twenty ninety nine, Punisher twenty ninety nine, Ghost Rider twenty ninety nine. And of course, Scott Eastwood. He's got to do something superheroic at some point. Yeah. Scott Eastwood as Adam Warlock. Ooh. Um. I like Punisher yeah, 299. I know. I like Punisher 299 because the only time I've ever seen him in something was during the Spider-Verse event where Spider-Man 29 got chased by some inheritors back to his time. And so he just sixed the Punisher on them. And uh, 20, the, the inheritor's like, what are you going to do? You're like, shoot me? You're like, no, I'm going to beat you with the shit out of you with a baseball bat. And <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, get fucked. Yeah, because my other idea for Scott Eastwood as a superhero would be uh, Jonah Hex, but you would have to really rework his backstory given this day and age. But are there any other like Wild West superheroes in like Marvel? Wild Wild West. Uh, yeah, there's a, quite a few. There's okay. well, Red Wolf was originally not a Wild West superhero technically, but they reintroduced him through Secret Wars during the 1872 storyline. Okay. Where he was from an 1872 dimension, Wild <laughs> West dimension, and then he got uh, teleported to modern times and teamed up with Hawkeye. Okay. Um, and then there's also the Rawhide Kid, the Two-Gun Kid, and the Colt Kid. There's a lot <laughs> of kids! <laughs> and the actual Billy the Kid. Oh! And Annie Oakley. <laughs> Oh my god, they could do a Billy the Kid movie and be legit with it. Well, they formed a team called the Sensational Seven. Cool. <laughs> so, besides comics, Tanner, how was your week? It was good. Do you have anything booked, fun? Um, went shopping today. Cool. I bought four comics, three books, and a Power Ranger. <laughs> I bought Zoe. Nice. So now I just have to get Ravi, Devin, Nate, probably isn't out yet in Canada for a while, and Steel. Same hat. <laughs> uh, 
And for comics, I picked up Wicked and Divine. It's the penultimate issue. The next oh. one's the finale. And it's going to be a few months yet because James McKelvey is still dealing with his chronic pain. All fine. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so good. It's my kids. My terrible, murderous kids. <laughs> um, there's also a Power Rangers that I got that I haven't read yet. And I also picked up, not subscribed, but I saw that they were out. I grabbed a Sword Hero, who's a new Marvel. I don't know if it's an ongoing or a one-shot. It's a spinning out of New Agents of Atlas, which was just all the Asian heroes teaming up. Ah, okay, yeah. And I also got Fearless, which seems to be like a collection of short stories about the ladies in the universe. And Elsa Bloodstone does show up in that, which is how I know about it. Did DC even announce anything? Movie-wise, I don't think so. <laughs> no, they I, re- I remember the I post think they on Twitter. They talked about the TV shows. They talked about Titans, and they talked about uh, Doom Patrol. Because, like, I remember someone on Twitter was, like, talking about, like, all the things that Marvel announced, and, like, looks over at DC, is like, what you guys got? And it's just like, uh, we got, a, uh, we got, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah good luck keeping up with that monster yeah I'm pretty sure they're still reworking a lot of stuff behind the scenes it's like okay those four Superman movies we're gonna push those back we swear those seven Batman movies I was like no, oh yeah, sure. Keep telling yourself that honey as soon as you brought back fucking Clarence Clarebaum whatever the fuck. God, the only reason why there's going to be fucking five Fantastic Beast movies is because of fucking DC. <sighs> anyway, anyway, my theory is that the upcoming Wonder Woman movie is going to be the soft reboot. Yeah. If it... it even if they haven't already kind of done that with Aquaman? Did they mention... Um, Mera tells Arthur that, like, she mentions, you helped save the world from Steppenwolf, and that was the only mention of anything. Okay. Hmm. What, what are they even going to be building up to? Any uh, idea? I don't know, because they can't do Crisis, because TV shows are doing Crisis. Actually, that, they talk more about the TV shows. Yeah, they like, did. Because the, they had their... Batwoman's coming. Batwoman is coming. And Arrow is drawing to a conclusion. Um, Brandon Ruth is going to reprise his role as Superman. I heard about this. Uh, Seth, Seth has been telling me a lot about uh, the TV shows, because he's been like binging Supergirl yeah. and all sorts and of see, stuff. I, see, I only watched the first season and the first part of season two for Supergirl. And, like, Flash only saw the first two and a half seasons. Arrow, I only saw four and a half seasons. And oh, then yeah. Legends, I've watched everything uh, except for, like, the back half of season one. Because season one was bad. We ignore it. And season two, we're just they just decided, hey, let's do whatever we want. For a comic book TV show about time travel. Yep. Basically. And next season, they're... Hunting down, uh, like, the greatest villains of history whose souls were freed from hell. Neat. 
yeah. That's my week. You go. Your week. Cop catch up on that My Hero yet? Well, I've been caught up on the anime for ages. Okay. Maybe. Now it's, I'm just debating if I want to do the manga or not. You should do the manga. I should do the manga. You should just do hey, the manga. Hey, here's another question. Is Zombieland Saga on Funimation? Uh, I think it might be. Because then I can just use your account to start watching that, too. <laughs> it's on Country Roll. It's on one, it's probably not on the other. Oh, no, it is. Hmm. You need to watch it dubbed. Dub is good. I probably will, because I do other stuff, too, when I watch things. Yeah. Gotta have those 15 tabs up all the time. Or at least that's my problem. Hmm. Anyways, Lindsay, how's your week? Uh... I got a better resume now. Yay. Yeah. So, yeah. Gonna get me a new job that's like way better than retail. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. And then... I've been going for walks, been doing a lot of Pokemon stuff. They've got an event with Team Rocket. And, yeah. Team Rocket and Shadow Pokemon. I wonder if they're gonna... Coliseum 3! Maybe. Coliseum 3! I'm on Twitter right now, and the writer of Fast and the Furious movies tells Polygon that going to space is not out of the question. Dominic Toretto gets ready to eject himself out of the space shuttle into the unforgiving harshness of outer space. You don't need oxygen. Shifts current to first gear, red engine, when you've got family. <sighs> oh, oh man, Hobbs and Shaw is like next week. <laughs> it's gonna be so dumb. Oh, I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be so dumb. It's gonna be the greatest goddamn movie ever made. <laughs> it's gonna... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be an experience. I don't think I don't think humanity's ready <laughs> for what we're gonna see like, <laughs> next week. Oh. And yeah, um what else have we done, Ryan? Because I I just, like, walk around, apply for jobs, play Pokemon Go. While applying for jobs. While applying for jobs. Playing Job Go. You throw a Pokeball out of business. <laughs> do, 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 <laughs> Congratulations, you've been hired. <laughs> Welcome to the bakery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are now Master Baker. No, she's gonna work. She's gonna work in a vape shop called the Bakery. Oh. So, uh, Andrew Sheer, 
I didn't know that Andrew Shear's office was next to a vape shop, Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it gets better and better when I think about it. He's such a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Would be Prime Minister of Canada. Oh. 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 At least Stephen Harper had the decency of having his office in a building. In a proper building. Anyway, um, yeah, my life is not that exciting, and I don't follow a lot of comic book stuff, not because I don't like comic book stuff, but because... It's an expensive hobby. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I dropped almost all my Marvel stuff. God damn it, Marvel, you don't need, like, 15 different Spider-Man comics. But no, we need them. No, you don't. No, but we need them. No. And they all need to be separate. No. We don't need to no. put them all together as no. one monthly issue. No. Make a fucking team. That's it. No, but Spider-Man's the... No. They sell a no. lot. No. No. They, everyone loves Spider-Man. No. You stole that man's no. pizzas. No. One of these days, I'm not if I reboot you first, Tanner and I will take over Marvel and fix the comic book side because holy... Can you fix the industry as a whole, too, while you're at it? Uh, we're gonna try. I don't... I'm not as familiar with it. Well, most of the comic book industry is actually doing fairly fine. Thank you very much. Thank it, you. Yeah. Well, what I, what I mean is, like, can, can we get, like, the monthly Marvel... That's like a big ass book. Marvel oh, Jump? Marvel Jump. <laughs> Just give me Marvel Jump. A weekly issue with all your fucking bullshit in there. See, the That's big... like 10 pounds because it's all colored pages. <laughs> a lot of the issues with the comic industry are just issues with capitalism as a whole. And I don't think we have enough time to reboot capitalism. <laughs> I don't do it. Not with that attitude. The, the capitalism reboot is called socialism. <laughs> and I don't think we have enough uh, power to get AOC to guest on ours. <laughs> Not that attitude. <laughs> hey, stuff showed up in the mail for you, though. Oh, yeah. I Dad sent me some stuff from... Care package. Well, mostly... It was a Christmas gift, finally. <laughs> no, this was mostly my clothes and various other stuff from... From the Ottawa place, and Dad called us this morning, and I was like, "Hey, Lindsay, how long before you want me to sell off some of your stuff?" And I'm like, "No, stop that." Don't it, really need the furniture though. Kind of good on that front. But like, I in the event that my living situation changes. I might want to have some pieces of furniture okay, without funny. having to buy them, like a desk and a dresser and that sort of stuff. That's fair. That's fair. I had some good food last night, though. Oh, yeah. That... I finally got to go back to Juan uh, the first time since my last shift. Which, I guess, was my last shift. <laughs> I was like, eh, whatever. Anyway. Food was good. Yeah. Food was good. You had... I had the, I had the large karage, which is just fried chicken. 
and uh, Port Yankee Solo. That was good. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah, and I had my first Pokeball list. Uh, I didn't finish it. <laughs> well, look, there was a lot of stuff in there. There is. There yeah. Is. And deep fried tofu is actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess tofu is now my version of mushrooms in that, like, it absorbs and holds flavor. Just eat the mushrooms, though. No! Eat the mushrooms. No! The mushrooms are no! fine. They're no! wonderful. Actually, no! they're the best no! food. No! Just wait until mushrooms start growing in the in the fucking bathtub, and you'll... Well, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I keep my stash. <laughs> I just keep poking them. <laughs> Make them grow. No. They're no glowing mushrooms. in the dark. So I have my dark showers. <laughs> Dark showers? Dark showers. That's where you shower with the lights on. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard people do them. I tried it and I was like, this is weird. This is mortifying. <laughs> Naked and afraid. Yep. Uh, my week was fine, thank you. Everyone got to go home early on Friday, except for me. Fuckers. <laughs> and Austin, he's not here right now. He was being a real big meanie on Friday. <laughs> Next time he's on here, I'm going to give him the what for. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, uh, that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's we covered. We covered a lot of ground. Well, Marvel just dumped a whole bunch of news that we didn't really cover last while. But uh, yeah, hey, hey, yeah, because they dumped it probably directly after you guys ended the podcast last week. Maybe starting at six p.m. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a wild week. Uh, if you want to send us an email, where can you do that? The Super Fun Network at gmail.com. That's the Super Fun Network at gmail.com. That's the Super Fun Network at gmail.com. Stop that. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Evil. Lindsay SMR. <laughs> Eva! Uh, uh, I just want to say a big thank you to uh, Mikey over on uh, Pokemon Crossroads for uh, sharing our anniversary for Pokemon. Yay! That was super nice of him. So cool. Thanks, dude. We're real. We're a legit podcast. We're so fucking good. We out here. We out there. We irritating. Hey, Tanner, do you want to give us a hint on what's happening on Pokemon? Rise up, gamers. Man, they Wait, won't do you eat... mean, like, what's coming up for you guys in real time, or what's coming up episode-wise? Uh, real time, which will mean nothing for the, the listeners until they uh, get to that point. Yeah, until January? December or January. Rise up, gamers. Rise up, gamers. <laughs> There's just one thing I want to check, and it's just Pokemon's numbers for its first year. 
So as of right now, Pokemon is sitting at uh, a total total downloads of four thousand seven hundred and fifty. Bruh. 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 And has been listened to at at minimum once in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh wait! I lost count there. Uh, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, in thirty different countries. Well, twenty-nine, also counting the unknown downloads. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Well, that's just the IP blockers. Yeah, that's fine. Those are the ones who like downloaded onto vinyl directly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is relevant to nothing except that the, our episode might be coming out soon. But uh, if you donate thirty five dollars, I think monthly to the kids and their dog Patreon, Cass will put an episode on a CD and mail it to you. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Wow. We got a pretty far reach. Like, reunion? Where's reunion? I'm uh, in the middle of the Indian Ocean, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> once listened to us in reunion. <laughs> and... We've got a couple of downloads from, like, Brazil. Someone in Bulgaria listened to us. The big one has been the U.S. Yeah. Big, big time in the U.S. We were me. Oh, what's the song from Beck Mongolian Chop Squad? I want to be in hit a hit in the. Uh, I want to be a hit in the USA. Yeah. And big time English. Big time English. Yeah. Wow. That, that's that's big numbers. We're also big in Russia. It seems. Hope. Being listened to Russian bots. Instead, <laughs> it's the Gentian fan base. <laughs> well, they don't know about that yet. Oh, I guess not. Well, I get a little bit, a little bit in the Christmas special. That's right. But uh, yeah, let's cut it off there. Uh, Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sparky Upstart and on Instagram at Sparky Young Upstart. Lindsay, where can people find you? I can be found at LindsayM476. That's Lindsay spelled with an A on Twitter. <clears throat> and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Vagabond Haunted. You can also find this very podcast at RealSFN on Twitter. Uh, that's RealSFN on Twitter. If you want to try and get on this podcast, DM us and we'll work something out. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Network.
Yeah. Uh, and that's the show. Yeah. That's all, folks. For the broken and the